and thank you so much for everyone joining us yet again. I am your host, The Grey Knight, and you're about to hear one of my original pieces. It does involve DDLG, Daddy Dom Little Girl. It does involve BDSM, and frankly, it also involves a little bit of degradation and pushing. Lastly, it does ask that you use your fingers and that you lay on a bed alone. But I think, even if all of this is not your cup of tea, that maybe, just maybe, this piece might be for you. It's a little one I call, Daddy Will Make Everything Better. Enjoy. Hey. Hey, you. I wanted to tell you that everything's okay. And I want to tell you that if it wasn't, then you need to give your power over to me. No. No, I'm not kidding at all. In fact, I'm very rarely more serious. You see, there are two ways you can go about this. You can either decide to keep walking wounded, or you can give in. You can give all of that pain to me. And I can treat you exactly how I see fit. You see, right now you have a lot of questions. You have a lot of uncertainty. Do you deserve what's happening to you? And if you don't, why is it happening at all? I know. I've been there. I've been there more times than I can count. Which is why I wanted to offer you a solution. A very simple solution. Give yourself to me. Let me judge you. Let me take you. And that way, you will know exactly why each and every bit of difficulty is coming your way, is slipping beneath your skin, is following up your thigh. This isn't some quick and easy fix. This is just temporary relief, but I very, very much want to provide that to you. Now, are you going to give me what I want, or am I going to have to take it? Your call. <laughs> you see, silence is so usually a deterrent for me. It so usually makes me realize that I need to back off a little bit. Not today. Oh, not today. You see, I know I have the answers. And have you ever met something more alluring than that? Spread your legs for me. Open them wide. Come on now. Wide enough that your knees can touch either side of the mattress. If they can't, you need to work on that, now don't you? Mm -mm -mm. Yes isn't going to do it, and I don't want to hear any things about your proclivities, your tastes. This is from me, so when I ask you a question, your answer better be silence or yes, daddy. Give me that power. I can't promise not to abuse it, but I can promise 
I'll give it back. And when I do, I think you'll be pretty happy with the overall result. Call me Daddy. Say yes, Daddy. And there we go. Simple as that. I want to move right to the difficult portion. I want to make it just as hard as it can be. You're ready for that, aren't you? So take your middle three fingers, yes, your middle three fingers, all three, and just brush them very simply, very gently, up against the entrance of your pussy. You don't even have to be opened up yet. You don't have to be wet. Hell, you can even be wearing panties. But brush them against the entrance. Because I want you to feel just how much Daddy wants to hurt you tonight. How much he is sure that if he does hurt you, he can bring you back, snap you out of your funk, get you walking again, no matter what it takes. That is what Daddy is for you. When you need a soft place to fall, he will be soft. When you need motivation, he will give it. And when you need someone to just walk beside you and nod, he can do that too. And right now, Daddy needs to do triage. You can't keep moping around forever. You have to get back into the fight. Do you understand me? Do you understand me? I need you to fight. Push those three fingers in just a little, just a little. Yes, it hurts. Yes, it's too much. Yes, yes, yes. Do it anyway. Give me your submission. It is only when you give somebody else something that you've never given before that you can feel that cold edge of intimacy. Otherwise, it's just another act. You don't want to be just another act, do you? No. No, I didn't think so. You want the whole thing. You want everything Daddy can give you. Push the fingers in just a little bit further, just a centimeter inside. Let it sting. Let yourself feel full. Let yourself be ready for it. Now, pull them back out. See? It's not that bad. You just have to follow what I say, and you will make it through this. Now, pinch your nipples. Mm. I love it when you whimper for me, when you whine, when you moan, pinch them again. Can you imagine what kind of dark creatures are out there? I'm not even a masochist, and I still love it when a woman will subjugate herself to me, to my will, to my whim. <sighs> 
You're doing very, very good. Say thank you. You're very welcome. Pinch them again hard. Tweak them all the way like you're screwing the top off a bottle. Come on. It hurts. Keep going. Keep pinching. It doesn't matter. You need to keep pulling the top off them like you're screwing the top off a bottle. Hold it there. Hold it there. Three, two, one. Release. It is okay to whimper, to cry, to pout. It is okay to look at this pain and say it's too much. I will not fault you at all. But you have to get through the pain. You have to begin it. You have to endure it. And you have to get through it. I can't always be there shoving fingers down your throat, grabbing you by the neck, pulling you by the hair, until everything is okay. You have to prove that you deserve it when I can be there for you in just all the ways that Daddy so desperately wants to. Are you ready to earn that? Are you ready to earn it all? Make sure your legs are spread open as wide as they can be. And now, slap that clit. Come on, all the way through. Don't, no, no, no. Levitate it over your pussy. Levitate it about a foot and a half, about 50 centimeters. And this time, instead of stopping right before you make contact. You keep the motion fluid. You keep your hand going as though you're going to pass through your pussy without issue. Bring it down as a slap in three, two, one. Slap that clit for me. See the difference? Now let's do it again. Oh, I don't want back talk. Let's do it again. You didn't do it right the first time. This is how you learn to never do it wrong again. Hand in position. Deep breath. You're going to exhale on three and slap on four. One, two, three. Exhale, four. Slap. Say thank you. Say it like you mean it. Say thank you, Daddy. Daddy will make it all better. You just have to earn it. I so wish I could just take your throat in both of my thumbs and squeeze, push them in. Just take that oxygen from you bit by bit while looking at you calmly in the eyes. I'm told it's the serenity with which I do it that makes it special. I don't know if that's true. What I do know is I would fuck you up if I could. I would absolutely try and destroy you tonight just so that tomorrow you could wake up and remember 
Nothing is so bad, nothing is so painful as love. And you're ready for love. Oh, yes, you are. Want to prove it to yourself? Do you want to prove to yourself that right now, right this second, you're capable of loving and being loved? Well, then get your middle and ring finger inside that pussy right now. Right now. Inside. Don't even begin. Push, push, push all the way in. Let's go. You see that? You see that devotion? That is love in the making. Start swinging them in big, wide circles. Don't push them in and out at all. Big, wide circles. Easy, easy, easy. Open yourself up. Open yourself up for me. I deserve it. Even if you can't do it for yourself, do it for me. I need all of you. And that includes your weakness. That includes your moping. That includes the time where you are distant and stunned and sleeping in bed far too long. All of you. I need it all to feed the monster in me. And without you, without these little brief periods of laziness, I don't know what I would become. Come on now. Come on now, start fucking that pussy. Stop going in circles in and out. In and out. Devotion. And that is what you are showing me today, that you deserve it time after time after time. My devotion. My unerring, unending, laser-like focus on you. Do you deserve my teeth in your neck? my hand on your throat. Do you deserve it all? Prove it. Fuck your pussy faster. Faster. Come on now. Faster. Faster. I need you to earn this. If you don't know it in your own mind, what good does it do for me? Huh? If I know all the best things about you, what good does it do if you don't believe them yourself? You have to earn this. You can't just follow my voice. Harder. Faster. Bring that third finger up. Hold it against the entrance as you keep fucking yourself with those two. Yeah, it's too much. Yes, you can't handle it. And yet, slowly, steadily, begin to work it in. There we are. <sighs> I want you so goddamn badly. I need you. I cherish you from afar. I may just be a voice, but goddamn, if I don't want my tongue where your fingers are. I want my cock inside your throat while I watch you pound away at your little girl pussy, all for me, all for me. 
so many men around you, and they want to bring you comfort. They want to bring you gifts. They want to just be with you. But you're choosing me instead. And it makes me feel like a goddamn king. And I want each and every part of you. I want to hurt your nipples so goddamn bad after your pussy can't take anymore that you wonder why and how I could be so cruel only to come a little bit more, a little bit harder. Isn't that what you want at the end of the day? To come just a little bit harder, to feel just a little bit better, to be just a little bit stronger. Now, I don't care if you use that third finger or not, but make a choice. Either put it down or stick it into you before we go this final hard route home. Make your final decision, little girl. And now, start fucking yourself for me. Come on, fuck yourself for me. Do it for daddy. Don't give up and don't give in. And sure as shit, do not come before I give you permission. This is for me. Are you a good girl or not? Do you want to give me everything or not? Am I the man who deserves it or not? Harder. Faster. 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 You have only one thing to give me, and that is your goddamn submission. It is your goddamn orgasm when I ask for it, and not a second before. It is every whine, every whimper, every bead of sweat on your brow, every bit of cum and wetness seeping out of your pussy right now. It all belongs to me. I own it. I own you. And this is how we make it better. You come for me. Come for me right goddamn now. Come for me right this goddamn second. Do not wait. Do not hesitate. Give it to me. Give it to me all. Give it to me all. Give it to me all. Do not stop. Do not stop fucking yourself. Do not stop fucking yourself. Now you can pull out. Now slap that clit. Slap it properly. One, two, three, go. And now, pull your hand away, seal your lips and your legs together, hug yourself, wrap your arms around your torso, and hug yourself. It is going to be okay. Do you understand me? It is going to be okay. It doesn't have to be okay now, it doesn't have to be okay next week, but it will be, and in your heart, you need to accept that. It is going to be okay. I'm very proud of you. I am very, very proud of you. You tried as hard as you could, and in times that are as difficult and uncertain as these, you still keep going. You are my favorite. You are the thing that I love most. Now, get out there. Start proving it.
And hopefully you enjoyed that piece. I enjoyed recording it very, very much for you. Timely content, and of course, I do love barking orders. So, up first we have uh, a first-timer to the question and answer segment. Her name is Bintu, as, as close as I can tell, and let's let's hear it. Hello, Mr. Jack. It's Blue. Ooh, she's very soft, so let's just turn her right on up. How are you? Hello, I'm well, thank um, you. Uh, first of all, I want to thank you for everything. Well, you're very welcome. And I got two questions. Okay. The first one. Um, how, um, I mean, how does it make you feel to know that you have fans, listener from all over the world? If I uh, I'm going to assume that that's the end of that question right there. It feels amazing, especially when somebody uh, says that they're a fan from a country for the first time. It's one thing to, to have the data saying that I have a fan from a country um, that I don't know much about, and it's another for them to actually say hello. And Bintu is from uh, Senegal, so it's very flattering. Very flattering. I'm not wrong. And second... What gets you in the mood to do your podcast? <laughs> and thank you for your time. Thank you for everything and stay amazing. Oh, you're so sweet. Can you believe that she was shy about sending a question and with that abusive, just that amazing, beautiful voice? Uh, what gets me in the mood to do the podcast, to be perfectly frank, it's because time is running out. Uh, I think it was Ira Glass who said that people, artists or, or or what have you, would keep working on a single piece if it wasn't for due dates, and uh, <clears throat> that's the truth. Uh, just look at just look at things like Manifest, which I've been promising for almost a year now. Um, if I if I can keep working on something until it's perfect, or I get sick of it, that's a very long process. So, podcast means uh, time's running out and I need to get it done. As far as the individual pieces, what inspires them, that is a whole nother bag of tricks these days. Um, it really runs the gamut. Um, there are some that are just straight up requests. There are some that I feel the need to do. And then there are some that are kind of magically in between where somebody will say something and then I'll have a take on it and then I'll want to record it. So there really are quite a few different ways to do it now. Up next, we have Nessie. So I'm kind of sleepy, so I might be slurring a little bit, but I'm going to still try to ask these. So question one is, do you have any um, like rituals that you do um, in order to get into like a a get shit done mentality <laughs> like for me i like to wear um dark lipstick before mm. i get to work it just battle lipstick know, it helps me focus so do you have anything that you do in order to get to work these days <clears throat> the work almost entirely happens within the first few hours of waking up so i wake up i i make my morning shake I, I take a shower, and then I pretty immediately get to work. Um, 
And luckily, the productive, the productivity level of that really does, thankfully, work out. So that I can do two, three hours of work a day, solid creative work, and then start dealing with the less creative, less intensive work like answering asks, posting stuff to the blog, being silly, generally that kind of thing. So my battle mode is pretty much set. Uh, it's it's become a pattern because I've been working it for so long. Two. Um, so what is your opinion on um, chivalry and <laughs> our uh, ideas of chivalry such as like paying for dates and like holding doors open and stuff that's meant for like the like a man in the relationship is that anti-feminist um i'm gonna assume that's the end of the question <clears throat> i was actually just thinking about chivalry the other day which is why i laughed at the start of that one so mindbender and maybe i'm totally wrong but it has occurred to me recently that chivalry was initially a progressive value system right if if we if we take it into historical context of which it was produced, it was actually fairly progressive for the time. Uh, it was saying, "Look at these horrible creatures that have no rights, uh, called women, and let's not be as uh, cruel to them, essentially, as we have been, uh, because because uh, that is our duty. Now we we can't just be the owners of these things; we must be the protectors." And again. Very, very backwards thinking by today's standard, but I'm thinking at the time it was actually fairly progressive. Uh, even though most of chivalry is about when and where you can kill somebody, <laughs> that part is often left out. Uh, in the modern world, in chivalry, a chivalrous man, uh, is that anti-feminist? The answer is no, just like it's not anti-feminist for a woman to want to say, I want to be a stay-at-home mom. That's fine. There's no, there's no break with feminism there. It's if she says, and that's the natural thing to do, that suddenly there's a break with feminism. Is it wrong for a guy to want to pay for dates? I hope not. I quite like it. I quite like getting gifts. I wish I could pick out good jewelry because I quite like picking up jewelry unexpected. I love picking out flowers, uh, and I think I have an eye for it. That one goes over much better than jewelry. So I hope I'm not being a bad feminist, but I'm also not doing these things randomly for women. I'm also not introducing myself with gifts uh, to women. <laughs> I don't even introduce myself with gifts to like, you know, birds, like crows that like shiny objects. So hopefully, hopefully it's all right. And you'll inform me if I'm wrong. Three, are you more of an... Uh, experiencing person or a remembering person so like <laughs> if you are going to um, do something new is it more meaningful for you to um, to experience it to experience it and just be um, present and like in the moment um, or do you want to like take pictures or oh. um, have like souvenirs or like items to like remember the event for a long period of time. I am definitely an experienced man. I've never quite heard of these two terms, which is why I left at the start there. 100% uh, <clears throat> experienced man. I do not take a cell phone with me when I leave the house. 
a, a great example that drives people batty is when I'm invited someplace for dinner, I don't want to know what's being served. Or if it's at a restaurant, I don't want to know what's what's on the menu or even what kind of cuisine it is. I just want to go there to have that experience. Um, so 100% an experience type lad, if that's if that's the correct answer. I may have gotten the two mixed up. Um, and fourth question, just for fun. Um, what's your favorite uh, uh, nail polish color on, um, on yourself or other people? On me, it's more of a light tone, like a, like a peach, you know, like a somewhere in the light orange family. On a woman, it's whatever she feels like she's rocking it. Uh, I, I'm not ever going to give up on that answer. I'm going to keep saying it no matter how many makeups you guys throw at me. If a woman's feeling sexy, she's attractive. People. Um, so like dark colors, pastel colors, um, Keep trying to get colors. me. Keep trying really to get like me with this. I don't know why. Nail polish, even though... Um, I get told that it's childish, but whatever. It's sparkly. <laughs> I like sparkly. And last question is, what is the first thing that you think of in the morning? So, yeah. Those are my questions. Thank you for everything that you do. Thank you, Nessie. And, um, yeah. Bye. Bye. The first thing I think in the morning is pretty nerdy. Uh, it's been going on for years. I just say, previously on Jack when I know I'm awake. And it's like a magic phrase at this point. It, it summons me out of bed. I know it's nuts, but it works for me, so deal with it. Once again, thank you, Nessie. Up next we have, I think, uh, Castile is having to try and pronounce this one. Hi, Jack. Hello. It's Kristen, and I'm really, really excited because this is my first time asking you a question on the podcast. So, okay. All right. <laughs> um, so I gotta apologize first because... Um, it's really late where I am, like it's almost one o'clock in the morning, and I'm trying to keep my voice down, so if the volume isn't that fantastic, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm just trying not to wake people up. Um, so, I have two questions for you. Oh, right. The first one is, um, <clears throat> on your YouTube channel, you tag things as, um, ASMR, which is actually how I found you. So I was curious <laughs> if you listen to it, and if you do, are there any particular sounds that you enjoy hearing? Um... My second question is I do listen to ASMR and shocker alert it's the it's the things that I put into my ASMR videos that I listen to. I especially like snow falling on or rain falling onto snow. I like that sound very much. I like lightning and thunderstorms very much. I like rain in general very much. Car rides, car drives, that kind of thing. Uh yeah. Everything uh that I like, I've put in there, except for cooking noises. I know I did them for one boyfriend experience, but I really like cooking noises, and they're just, they don't exist. It seems like every time somebody makes cooking noises, a conversation happens in the middle, and it takes me right out of it. But God, I love cooking noises. The holidays are so close. So close. And to me, when I think of the holidays, I think of family, and I think <laughs> of food. I think of a lot of food. And so <laughs> um, I was curious, is there any kind of food that's like a tradition for you to have 
around the holidays like with your family or like with your friends and stuff like that like with me my mom and i we make homemade butterfingers and peanut butter cups mm. and we make those around christmas time and it's just freaking wonderful <laughs> so is there any kind of food that is like specific to the holidays that you just always look forward to and love i hope you are doing really really wonderful and really really fantastic um and i hope you have an awesome day week month life everything <laughs> i'll talk to you soon i hope well goodness Kristen, thank you so much you little ball of energy feel free to come on by anytime um the one thing that i was looking forward to all throughout this finish the book process was uh between christmas and new year's i used to allow myself to get just tanked drunk and drink uh, the calorically and financially deadly white Russian uh, to get there. Um, I'm still looking forward to having that, although not imbibing as much this year. And the thing that I thought of over and over again is white Russian, substitute the cream for almond coconut milk, and then uh, homemade from, not from scratch, but homemade pretty pretty much from the ground up with uh, Chex Mix, with extra seasoning salt, extra Worcestershire sauce, mixed nuts instead of peanuts. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've been, oh, it was my driving force. And it's hilarious because I'm having these amazing enchiladas that I made from scratch. Uh, and they're very, very good. And I'm on day three of having them now. And man, man alive. I'm eating them and I'm loving them, but I'm like, oh, I cannot wait for that Chex Mix. So the holiday, holiday food has a special power. Up next, we have Rachel. Okay, that is as soft as can be. Let's try one more time. I, I, I'm so sorry, Rachel. We're going to have to skip you. That is... I can barely make it out turning you all the way up. Please re-record and send back in. I definitely want to hear from you. Up next, we have J-Paws. Hi, Jack. Hello. My name is Joy. This Hello, is Joy. This my first time. Thank you, Joy. Uh, putting in a voice question. A little bit nervous. Don't be nervous, Joy. But hopefully you can understand me. And <laughs> I can my understand question you is, just fine, Joy. How do you feel about pumpkin spice? Mm, as a dessert... As a latte, <laughs> how do you feel about this fall candle, uh, fall candle flavored variety? <laughs> Just curious. Pumpkin spice is my least favorite of the Spice Girls, I will just say. I don't recall ever seeing her even, much less any solos of the iconic 90s release girl band. Uh, how, do I, how do I feel about pumpkin spice? I gotta tell you, as a not sweet guy, pumpkin doesn't add anything for me. Pumpkin is just like caramel. It's just like, I don't care. I don't care about caramel. I, I do not. Uh, the sweetness is not the right kind of sweetness for me to be interested. And I also don't understand the hatred. I don't understand this hatred that pumpkin spice gets. It smells all right. So I think if there was a pumpkin spice candle, I've not run into one myself. I think I'd be okay with that. Although personally, my, my, uh, my spiritual... <laughs> Candle is definitely 100% vanilla. There's no doubt about that. Up next, we have Elizabeth. 
Hi, Jack. Hello. I hope you're doing well. Thank you. Sorry if you hear some snoring in the background. My pug has passed out after an evening of chasing a dragonfly around my backyard and doesn't <laughs> seem to care that I'm trying to record a question right now. So my question is about dating and how to feel confident that okay. someone would actually want to be in a relationship with you okay. when you have some major health issues. I've been single for about a year and a half after a spectacularly bad relationship and have finally decided to start to date, hey. which has been interesting. <laughs> I have a rare disease that causes brain, heart, and kidney issues in addition to some other health challenges. I'm also in recovery from an eating disorder and have some anxiety and other issues left over that, so generally I feel like a hot mess. Because of all this, I'm feeling like I'm going to be single forever because who's going to want to date someone who's already limited by their health at the age of 29 and that's only going to get worse even without the possibility of having a stroke or some other major health crisis before I'm 35, I have lots of challenges daily. I have to get treatments every two weeks that last about six hours. It make me feel shitty for a few days and a lot of days fatigue and pain just wear me out by the end of the day. And that's not in addition to all the other health things that come up. I feel like I've been able to learn how to manage all this and still I'm lucky enough to be able to work in an awesome organization helping people and I have great friends, but when I think of finding a partner, I'm scared that I never will. I'm at the age where kids and marriage aren't out of the question, and I'm afraid no one's ever going to want to commit to that when they know what could come down the pike. I also think sometimes that maybe I'm unlovable or like I'm damaged goods and that I'm asking too much for a partner to commit to dealing with these issues. Because of this, I've allowed myself to stay in not great relationships in the past, as I felt like I needed to appreciate someone who's willing to put up with the limitations and my child, my health issues. Uh, I've also felt like I've kind of given up parts of myself to someone else because I feel guilty or feel like I have to, or I have to make up for something because I can't do everything. And that's not great. I know this mindset isn't a good one to go into a relationship with, but I'm not sure how to break it. I'm also not sure how to bring up this all in the beginning of dating because I don't want to scare someone away because it's a bit intense. But I also don't want to have to lie about something that impacts me daily, and I'm just not sure how to find that balance. Sorry if this is a bit of a ramble, ramble, but thank you so much for taking the time. And if you have any advice, I'd really appreciate it. Thanks for all that you do and all the awesomeness you put out into the world. Well, <clears throat> wow. Uh, that was that was a lot. That was a humbling amount. And uh, because I'm so bad with names, I actually had to click back and see that yours was Elizabeth. I got kind of captured in the middle there. So first off, thank you for being brave enough to actually submit all that. And you did it with very little... Uh, self-effacing humor uh, with very little please excuse me comments that everyone is so guilty of, uh, especially when they're nervous and putting themselves out there. I think that speaks very highly of your character. Secondly, you asked a lot of big questions that frankly we both know that I don't have the answer to. And as I'm so fond of saying, even if I did... Wouldn't it just be empty if I handed them over to you like little Easter egg, you know, like little fortune cookies? It just, it's just too much for anybody to answer, and yet you have to. So here's 
what I do have to say. What I have to say is, if you think you're worthy of love and a relationship and devotion and happiness, then you are. And it's as simple as that. And if you don't, then you might not be. And it's as simple as that too. And I'm being real with you because you have limitations and you have difficulties that other people simply don't have to work around, that I don't have to work around. And therefore I can empathize, but I'm not sure if I will ever be able to even remotely understand where you're coming from. So let's focus on the things that we can get collectively that I can understand. I'm sorry that you feel there's a ticking clock, but there'd be a ticking clock no matter what. I'm sorry that you're around a certain age where there's all this external pressure forming, but that would be there no matter what as well. Let's focus on you. You said very cannily, very strongly, in a way that I wish I could frame and show other women the painting of, that in the past you stayed with bad relationships too long because of all these fears that you're now feeling confounded and compounded and like they're going to just jump on you from every angle all at once. So what you have to do, what you have to do, since you want to venture back into these relationship waters again, and good for you for doing it, is not let the additional stress make you somehow justify going down a path that you've been down before and you know doesn't work. You need to admit to yourself, to your potential partners, to anything coming down the road, that you deserve this love and that you are not going to accept anything less. Now, frankly, maybe you have to accept a partner who's not there 100% of the time, who is a traveling salesperson, who is out and about or wants to spend a lot of nights at home. Logistically, maybe you're going to have to give up on everything to get somebody who will accompany you and be happy with you. I don't know. I have no clue. But I want you to be open. You know what doesn't work, and now I want you to be open as to what could. Keep going, Elizabeth. Keep looking for a guy who treats you right and can make it work. If you really want to sweat bullets over the health stuff, over the possible future health stuff, over your age, you can. But I don't see how that's going to help you at all. I really wish you the best, and I really am truly proud that you, uh, that you even offered that to an internet stranger. And I really hope at the very least inspires you or maybe somebody else out there to take a good hard look in the mirror and say, I deserve happiness. Um, <clears throat> up next, we have CL. Possibly. Hey, Jeff. Hello. Um, I guess I want to start off by genuinely saying thank you for doing the non-erotic episode. Mm. Honestly, I was going through a lot of strange stress over a lot of other things in my life and also the results of the election. And it turned from a stress of 
oh god donald trump won what do we do <laughs> to why are people acting like this um I am an African-American girl, and it's a struggle bus living in a world where suddenly, like, the area that you live in and where you felt at least somewhat comfortable suddenly is not that comfortable anymore. Because now, you know, I'm not saying everyone, but <laughs> people decide to take it upon themselves to <laughs> just let everything out. Mm. So listening to that episode really made me feel a lot better actually and i really appreciate it so past the the, the sappiness <laughs> <laughs> um my first question is how do you deal with stress other than you know what you talked about in the podcast like just any foods that you like to eat comfort <laughs> foods movies you like to watch mm. Um, my second question. Um, <clears throat> one of my all-time comfort foods will, of course, be hot dogs or mac and cheese. And then you know that uh, the apocalypse is near if I have both. Uh, I've, I've mentioned I grew up very poor. So even getting craft mac and cheese, craft uh, dinner for you Canadians, was, was, a, was a treat. It was a treat. And takes me right back to feeling that... Uh, warmness hit my stomach and then feeling warm from the inside out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't watch a lot of old shows over and over again. Uh, for instance, I, I quite love Scrubs and I've only seen every episode twice. Um, there's, too many, there's too much good stuff out there for me to keep going back to an old thing. But a lot of my comfort, a lot of my uh, correction behavior is actually isolation. I unplug from the internet. I turn off the lights. I take long showers. I sit in the darkness. And I try and listen to the voice on the inside that says, I'm scared. And I try and tell it okay as best I can. And I don't want that to sound romantic because get, don't get me wrong, I drink too much and watch BoJack Horseman just like everybody else. But uh, I do try and listen to what is called the shadow self. Um, that sounds a lot darker. It's a psychological theory that there's a self that we cannot quite see, the conscious self cannot quite see. It stays in the shadows. And I try and listen to it when I'm feeling very frustrated, when I'm feeling very scared. And listening to it has been very insightful for me these last couple of years. Question is... Do you have any going to bed rituals? <laughs> Do you have your pillow set in a certain way or your feet must be under the blanket? I feel like that's such a strange question, but I think it might have some funny results. And I am not a big uh, sleeping ritual man, but I will go over what I do have. I have a humidifier. I fill it up before I go to sleep. I have uh, a cat. I make sure that she's in bed, so she's my little snuggle puss. And then the thing that I do that drives partners crazy is I sleep with a pillow over my head. I sleep with a pillow beneath my head as well, but I sleep with a pillow over my head and typically an arm over the pillow. 
And I've gotten so many questions of how can you breathe like that? Is it uncomfortable? Uh, it's not. I love it. Uh, it blocks out the light, the first morning light, so that you wake up naturally. Uh, it blocks out sound. Uh, I'm a big, big fan of it, but boy, does it drive people crazy. Three, what would be your perfect, like, after date sexy time scenario? <laughs> like, where would you be? What would she be wearing? Whoa. I know these aren't like the greatest of questions. Oh, settle I down. I kind of miss sending in questions because I haven't for a little bit. So, thank you so much. And I hope you have a lovely, lovely day, night, I think morning because you say you record stuff in the morning so i'm gonna vote morning morning <laughs> and thank you so much for everything thank you so much uh not silly questions at all and how dare you how dare you be mean to my good friend cl like that my good friend phantom i don't think so uh <laughs> guys i'm gonna let just level with you i totally forgot the third question because I got off track by the by the fact that she started saying her questions were good. Oh my, I'm trying to see, think here if I should go back or not or if I should just answer what I think the question was, but I'm almost positive is not. I think the question was what is my what is my ultimate preferred sexy fantasy? Um and I'll tell you the one thing that always makes me feel good, always makes me feel good, is when I try and initiate sexy time and I see that she is wearing panties that I think she thinks make her feel sexy. That got, got lost a little bit in the woods. When I initiate sex and she's wearing panties that I think that she thinks are super sexy, that really revs the engine because if I – that's such a sign that, oh, she wanted this or, oh, she prepared for this. That's such a concrete malice aforethought, debauchery aforethought, I should say, sign. I really like it. And then it has blown up in my face more than once where I just like start going hard and <laughs> afterwards the conversation went to like, wow, you really shifted gears there. It's like, well, yeah, you had those amazing panties on. And she was like, oh, these are, that was not for you. Ooh, embarrassing. All right, final question from Winch of the Scullery. Hey, Jack. Hello. I had a couple of questions about time management and a couple about um, technology. Uh-oh. But I wanted to take a moment first. It's been, it's been a, a bit of a, a momentous time on your project um there are all these little spurts of time where we don't hear a lot from you and then this kind of seismic rumbling and all this stuff erupts that you've been working on um uh in the meanwhile metaphorically erupts uh, i suppose literally to you um and i know you take your responsibilities really seriously that that you feel the the weight of the um um, pressure to to be putting out content and fulfilling promises you've made but you know I've, I've had the pleasure of meeting a lot of the ladies of the night online getting to know them and I think we're all pulling for you pretty hard 
there'd be <laughs> a lot of women patting on the back if we were there. Um, so even with all, all the oh. pressure, don't forget that uh, that we're on your team and we're pulling for you. And uh, we're cheering you on, okay? Um, I pro I'm going to stop right there. I promise I won't. Um, time management. Yeah, you said you had a, a flip-top phone. And um, does it have an alarm? If it doesn't, what do you use as an alarm to get yourself up at a certain uh, time if you have to? And The phone does not have an alarm. I have two alarms. <clears throat> One is a portable battery-powered uh, neon green $10 thing I bought from Target in the 90s. And the other is, <clears throat> excuse me, a website called MetaClock, M-E-T-A-C-L-O-C-K. And uh, I'll, I'll use that and wear headphones to bed and then wake up to good morning, good morning. We talk the whole night through good morning, good morning to you. <laughs> I think you've answered this question before, no. but... I thought the answer might have changed now that you're not at the crappy job anymore. Okay, okay. Um, what's your favorite day of the week? Oh, there is no favorite day of the week. Favorite day of the week is whatever day I'm living. Uh, all the stress, all the eruptions, literal, and... <laughs> gosh, I really messed that up. Uh, <laughs> all the eruptions, no matter whether they be figurative or literal... Uh, <laughs> uh, are good. All of the problems I'm having now are problems that I've chosen. And I feel very in control, and I feel like I'm Tarzan swinging from the vines. Yeah, I'm going to crash. There's no doubt about it. But I'm swinging from the vines, and I'm choosing to swing. And uh, there isn't a best day of the week anymore. Uh, now that it's all odd jobs and gray night, now that uh, every day is its own adventure, yeah, every day is great. The old adage is true, Mondays don't suck, it's your job that sucks. <laughs> and and for the last two, wow, you'd mentioned some real big changes on the last live stream, that you might be doing some Skype-related stuff. Um pretty wild. That's going to be super interesting. <laughs> I was wondering what's the one thing you want to make sure doesn't happen with that and what's the one thing you want to make sure does happen? And uh, yeah, give yourself a pat on the back, eh? That uh, um, you're doing good, man. Thank you're doing you. good. Thank Take you. care of yourself. Um, we are pulling for you. Bye-bye. Bye, and thank you again, and <clears throat> gosh, Winch, you're always so sweet. I never quite know what to do with it. Um, what's the number one thing I want to make sure happens when dealing with fans in the future and all the rest is nobody gets hurt and everybody has a good time, really and truly. Um, and I'm going to have to be careful about this. I haven't developed the uh, the proper screening system yet because... <coughs> Excuse me. Because I don't know if a person out there can can see something like this and say, this is my shot, and then push themselves beyond their boundary. So I'm going to have to go very softly. I'm going to have to tiptoe into this high grass of, of compilations and that kind of thing.
but I have a game plan and we'll see what comes of it. Uh, it's not, it's not like a, this is not like the live stream thing where I'm hitting a switch and all of a sudden there's tons of content. This is going to be a very slow drip. This is going to be very slow and secure. And I am looking forward to it very, very much. Um, because you did talk about interruptions to the blog and being seismic and all that. Uh, I don't know if there's a better segue. So here it is, uh, announcing today officially the sun, the girl and goodbye is available for pre-order on Amazon. It won't be available until Valentine's Day 2017. I'm trying to do this right. I've got somebody helping me tremendously with the... Ooh, a Trump word there. <clears throat> Trump word fell into place totally on accident. Uh, I have a very talented person helping me out with the marketing, and that's why there's review copies out. Uh, thank you very much to Kendall, who did the cover uh, of it, especially with the quick turnaround time. But yeah, <clears throat> if you check out my author page, it should be available for sale. Now, as you can hear, I pushed back the Visigoths of illness and sickness until everything was done, and now it's done. And so I am going to get horribly, horribly sick. Just, <clears throat> just total flu symptoms and everything else and just die. I made it. I made it. The book is done. I'm so excited for you guys to read it. And I will see you next week for the podcast, Hell or High Water. I thank you so much for the questions. Please send in some more. I love doing the questions. We did it. I made it. I'm an author again. And I will see you next week for the podcast. <laughs>